Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm coming to you live in Begetti, Manitoba, the heart of a Pasquayak Cree nation. So I'm so excited to be here tonight, and, and I want to welcome you again to the show. So we have a really exciting guest on this evening. But before I bring him on, I just want to share a video that I'm I'm doing the Indigenous Superstars Music Award, and I'm going to be postponing it because I'm I'm currently working on getting the the Indigenous Music uh, Super Indigenous Superstar Music Award Incorporated. So it'll be a nonprofit corporation, so I can apply for funding and get some staff on board, and then we could get working on the show right uh, again. But in the meantime, here's the video. It's an evening of celebration as the inaugural Indigenous Superstars Music Awards 2021 features 26 categories and the chance to take home top honor of the year. This award ceremony will increase awareness of a songwriter's craft and gain recognition online and through promotion. The show will be streamed live on Indigenous Superstars and Frog Radio with an announcement coming soon on the date of our awards celebration. To register your songs or single, they must have been released and distributed on Spotify between January 1st, 2019 and July 31st, 2021 at midnight. Entries for submissions are already underway. For all the details and to see the list of 26 categories plus hear artist song entries, please visit our website at indigenoussuperstars.com. So that's the exciting award show coming up. And I just want to say hi to Kim from from uh, Kansas tuning in. And uh, someone says, oh, <laughs> let's get the bannock ready. <laughs> My guest says. <laughs> <laughs> so I also want to say uh, I'm doing my seven. I just got a, a, a one of the accomplishments on Buzzsprout. I got 75 um, today, or, or I have uh, 75 episodes on Indigenous superstars with uh, one of the platforms that I use. Hey, hey, friend, how are you doing? Tuning in from New Mexico, Dance, welcome. Uh, 75 episodes on Indigenous superstars, and uh, I, I I took a a workshop on on podcasting, and and one of the the facts that they they told me was that many of the people that start podcasts they stop before they reach the 20th episode. So I'm really excited to to share that we're on our 75th episode on Buzzsprout uh, on the podcast pro. Uh, platform but tonight I have my 88th guest tonight so since I started in in April last year when the world shut down because of COVID-19 and things are starting to to open up open up uh, slowly I'm just gonna put that up here I can find my next guest music there on the link so yeah, we're starting to open up slowly. Our numbers are going up and down here on my reserve. We still have our checkpoints out, and we're still encouraged to to wear our masks. Jerry, hey, I'm Jerry McIver. How you doing? Howdy. Nice to see you tuning in. So I'm just gonna read 
read uh i, I want to say thank you to the fans before i read the bio for my next guest fans from all over the world are, are downloading the podcast and listening to the episodes of of uh indigenous superstars and they get to hear uh um original music and the stories of of uh indigenous our indigenous artists not only from canada but also from australia and mexico and and united states Hi, Rhonda. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. So with that, I'm going to go on and, and uh, read my next guest. My next guest um, bio. But I have one more announcement to make. Sorry. I'm just reading my my uh, <laughs> my timeline here. I went to the studio last week and re-recorded one of my songs called 500 Years and it's going to be dropped pretty soon. Uh, it's getting mastered already. And I'm dedicating that song to all the residential school children that never made it home. So I'm really looking forward to dropping that and and uh, continue the healing uh, of our of our people right across Canada and and United States. So listen up. Uh, be on the lookout for that tune. It's called 500 Years. And I, I, uh, my producer is. I'm first time working with him, and he's really great. He brought a, a lot of a lot of um, great things out of me, and I'm gonna be working more with him in the future. That's Chris Burke Gaffney. So I want to give a big shout out to him. He's a wonderful sir, and and uh, it was really great to work with him. So on I go, reading the bio of uh, our next guest. Will E. Scandals is a well-rounded entertainer with 20-plus years of on-stage experience. Born and raised on the Mohawk territory of Kanawagi, which is minutes away from the city of Montreal. That's where Will E. was influenced by the hip-hop culture. Early successes include being a member of the group FBI Jedediahs, then later forming Beat Vandel. Vandels. Will E was then signed as a solo act to BME Media Group, which is an indie label based out of Thunder Bay, Ontario, in which he later joined a label made to create the La Lifers. Please welcome my 88th guest, Will E. Scandals. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, everybody? What's popping? What I, see, I see a lot of good people jumping in these comments. So first and foremost, yeah. I want to shout out every single person that chose to be here on a Wednesday night when they could have been anywhere else in the world now that things are slowly opening up. And uh, thanks for having me so far there, Rhonda. It was a pleasure talking backstage. And uh, here we are. Yeah, thank, thanks for um, uh, reaching out to me and, and wanting to be interviewed. And we had to keep postponing a couple shows, but uh, yeah, all right. finally got you on. Um, Facebook user says, sup, my peeps, watching from just, just, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Quentin. That's Quentin, actually, on my side. It says, oh, okay. Hi, Quentin. <laughs> sorry. I, sorry for um, messing up your, your res's name with Jake the dog. A lot of times we ask uh, the viewers to back out, follow the StreamYard link, and then come back. Then, and then your name will show up and you could post their names inside the the comments here on our screen. So if you follow the StreamYard uh, information, it, it will bring you to the right direction. 
That's right. Right now, right. It, just, right now yeah. it just says Facebook username, and I know it's quitting, but. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim from Kansas says, "Glad you're here." So yeah, so nice. so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions before we get into your first song. Yeah. I just wanted to ask, like, how did you get into into music? What inspired you to start performing? Um, actually, like my music beginning was kind of on accident, you know, like, um, I was a young teenager as most young teenagers are on the territories. There's not many options for us. We don't have music classes. We don't have drama school. So there's like, uh, there's not much for us. So I was turned on by my older cousin who was able to freestyle, freestyle rap off the top of his head, make up songs, you know? So I was inspired by that. And, um, I slowly start dabbling with freestyling myself. And um, as, as I got a little bit older, say, say uh, 18, 19, I had a serious uh, hockey injury that took my leg away from me. And uh, it's not gone my leg, but I'm just saying like, it's, <laughs> it's just a really bad, <laughs> bad leg injury. So I wasn't able to excel the way I truly wanted to through sports. And uh, that was my fallback. That was the only other true skill I had that, that gave me joy the same way sports did the adrenaline rush, the, you know, all the good things that the nerves, the, all the good things that come with competing. Right. So I took that freestyle ability and I turned it into freestyle battle rapping. So, you know, like the stuff you see Eminem and eight mile doing. Right. So um, we did that. We traveled North America for a good two, three years, getting that experience uh, footwork, doing the freestyle battles in various places. And uh, it turned into songwriting and then recording music, you know? So my, my true inspiration was <laughs> truly on accident. You know what I mean? Like if it wasn't for that injury, I probably would have not been here today. I'd probably still be playing hockey with the rest of the boys out here in the beer leagues. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I really don't know. You know what I mean? But, uh, the thing that inspired me the most was seeing the faces in the crowd after so many years of trial and error, right? You go out to do a show, you screw up the lyrics and nah, the people didn't like you that much. So why you book another show and you try to get better. So as the years went and the progression continued, that's what gave me the joy. Seeing other people in the crowd, repeat fans and coming back to other shows in other cities and having people follow you to cities that you never even performed in from your own territory or others. You know, those are the inspirations, man. Like, the, it, it really is about the fans. When you're doing this music thing and, and you're traveling a lot and you don't have enough time to truly touch ground with a lot of people, it's seeing the fans. You know, like, if I go to uh, Manitoba tomorrow and do a show out in your area, I don't know when the next time I'll be back there. So I'm going to try my best to make sure every single person out there remembers who I am and requests another Willie Scandals effort. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So I uh, I think you might have answered my next question. Like <laughs> why why the hip hop genre? Well, like I said, uh, it was it was I was a young kid that already enjoyed hip hop music, you know. So um having a first cousin expressing rhymes in front of you was kind of uh, you know, it was it was a no-brainer, you know, like the person I'm with pretty much the most every single day is doing this. So it was like all right, I'm going to hockey practice. After hockey practice, I'm coming to hang with you. We're doing all this freestyling. And then uh, there's nothing else. You know, there was no other hobbies. There was no other, you know, like, so it was like, 
that had to be it, you know? And like I said, we were young kids out here and uh, we had a boom box on the shoulder. We were eight, nine years old, walking through the territory with the old JVC radios. And, uh, you know, the, the, the eighties was a very solid time for hip hop music. So it was easy to be inspired off of it. And then into the nineties, when it became more commercial appealing, it was uh, like, wow, you can actually make money off of this stuff, you know? So, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of a, I guess they can call it a pipe dream, but at the same time, it was, it was, it was a paintable, you know what I mean? I was able, I was able to grasp onto it and, and, and make kind of a living off of it and, and not having to, uh, and not having to work as hard uh, with my hands, I guess you would say, you know, but um, hip hop is just, it's cultural based. So it was a, it was a good place to call home, you know, being as an indigenous person, uh, the elements of hip hop reminded me of everything that we do around the fucking water. Oh, sorry for the language around the water drum um, with the rattles, the hi hats. And, you know, like there's a lot of similarities. The roots of hip hop uh, start in the Bronx, New York. So if you really look at the the history of where my people were, that is pretty much of uh, that's pretty much our home base at one point in time. You know what I mean? So like it feels like it feels like the spirits have arisen from the Bronx and gave me hip hop music, you know? That's awesome. So Jake, the Doug supporting. What up Jake? <laughs> so I'm giving you the... the East coast, man. <laughs> That's awesome. They're tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. So I'm going to give you the screen now and you can perform your first song. Ooh, let me dig it up. All right. We're ready to go. When you're ready to go. All right, everybody. I go by the name of Billy Scandals. You know, hey, shout outs all my people worldwide, nation to nation. You know, it's Willie. You know, it's Willie. All night long. Got it going on. going on what up there indigenous superstars and everybody worldwide i'm gonna take you through a ride through my town you ready come on jump in rusted out caprice it's a beast still booming down the block shaking up the beast still hit up con man because he's in the neighborhood tell him that his track on k103 is crazy good fatty's park at maddie's park let's take us willie's got the ride women get naked in tobacco makes us dollars and cents then we park and party with them hotties at Big Fangs, it's known. Our women hold their own, plus they love to hold the phone, cruising down old Malone. Towards the tunnel, matter of fact, the Bay of Pigs. Straight up Bud Lights is what us play a swig. And after parties are bizarre by far, it's paradise inside of my car. My pops taught me well, you can tell I'm a perv. Really, scandals, I love my reserve. Trying to sell them hate, cause I'm here to celebrate the people on my rest. 
watch All you heard was crickets from Jurassic The flat rocks A few kids laughed from the soup at LaFleur's It's summer and chicks rock their boots with the fur My label searched the whole rest to find me to sign me The only number to dress they could find was 9C I love gonna walk it baby in this show Cause I'm still pissed off that Rabascos is closed What the ugh? Awesome. <laughs> that was toe tapping oh, for to you. That one out. You know, it's been a while. Performances. <laughs> that was really good. Thank you for sharing that. So, the one thing I like about hip hop artists is is that you 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 guys just write and just tell it how it is, and and you just get it right out there and right into people's faces. And I really like that about about the hip hop genre. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> And the other thing too, uh, the, it's a great, a great genre too, uh, because you know, as a as a fellow musician and as a, a fellow songwriter and, and a recording artist, nobody can control what we write. Uh, they they try with record labels and stuff, but uh, yeah. it really doesn't stop a true artist from really speaking their mind, right? No, no. Especially the the indigenous musicians, they're just writing all all like they're writing the truth and and uh, and and that's what I I love about um about musicians. We get to tell our stories and and uh, and share with the people. And I always say too that um, you know we're just as good as mainstream artists. Uh, uh, we're just have we just we're just not given the platform like the we way are mainstream. Is. We're mainstream. Yeah. Who needs to hear it? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's the way you got to think right. about it. Like, yeah. it, just because you ain't selling 10 million records doesn't mean that you're not mainstream. Like, in my opinion, that's the way I see it. Like, if I can go to a community that has 7,000 people, I feel it's my duty to make sure everybody in that community knows who I am before I leave. And that's mainstream to me. Right. That's right. You're absolutely correct. So, so I'm going to ask you um, a couple more questions. Uh, you were involved in, in radio and, and, uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, um, actually, my radio career started very early. Um, I used to be a freestyle MC on a radio show called um, Off the Hook in Montreal on CKUT 90.3. It was a college radio station in Montreal, and uh, I was labeled a booth dog. So basically, I was in the in the radio station live, and callers would call in and battle rap me. So. I was doing radio to somewhat at that point. This I'm talking like late nineties, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I had that. And then later on, um, I got my first real chance over in Ganesadaga over at, um, man, what's the, I, I can't remember all the call letters right now, but 101.3, I think it was called in, uh, uh, CKHQ. And, um, I had a show called live from the pines. I did on Saturday nights. It was an all hip hop show, um, mostly indigenous artists. And then um, I started getting good at my craft, right? So um, I got the call from K103 Radio here in Ganawage, and I did the morning show for, I don't know, six months to a year. I can't remember exactly, but uh, it was a big chair to fill. Um, I was not as prepared as I thought I was, and uh, 
it was a lot of learning curves that I had to uh, that I had to overcome in order to successfully become the morning guy. You know, because anyone knows radio, man. That morning show is the most important show of the day. It's the one that gets everybody up, ready for their morning drive, their morning commute, or whatever it is. You know, you wanna you wanna kind of make them feel good on a rainy day. You wanna uh, make them feel like ten feet of snow ain't that bad. You know, like so. <laughs> it was it was kind of hard for me to uh, play this uh, suit and tie guy. I guess you can say, you know, especially after being through different forms of, uh, I guess, urban style music. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, to play top forty the last forty years, it was kind of hectic to sit through that. Uh, interviewing the political people and uh you know like stuff outside my my normal my my normal range it was it was like i said it was it was a tough thing to do but i held down the job for as long as i felt i should have and i had to walk away from radio for a little while but uh i feel like there's there's something there in the future definitely right on so Oh, Jeanette Fossum says, hey, from Norway. Welcome, Jeanette. Norway's from Norway. in the house. Wow, that's awesome. So I wanted to, could you tell us about the foundation Music for Miracles? Yeah. Um, see, this is another one uh, that, that, that makes the career a little bit cooler, right? Is I took five years away from music. Um, I was in a group called FBI Jedis. We were pretty known nationally. Never, never really toured anywhere outside of Canada, but uh, we we had we had quite a name. And um, after a couple of guys had children, and uh, you know the marriage life, and we became young adults and all of that stuff, um, we we parted ways. And uh, it took me roughly five years before I was able to find myself again as an artist. Because now, when you're working with a team of nine people, and then all of a sudden there's just you sitting there. Um, you kind of have to find all the skills that those nine people had and put them together for yourself, you know? So I took that five years away. And uh, when I came back, I came back with a group called beat vandals. And um, we start doing things locally, you know, reaching out to other uh, Mohawk territories, or the surrounding areas, you know, like nothing major. And uh, we met up with another group in Agwazasne called red and they were just starting up as a group. We were just starting up as a, well, restarting, I guess you could say. And um, we thought that it would be cool if we did Agwazasne to Ganawage all the time. You get us a show there, we'll get you a show here, and we'll just, we'll trade shows, right? So after we did that for a couple of months, we were like, all right, guys, you know, it's it's kind of getting stale now. They know what to expect. The beat vandals are coming again. Oh, red's coming again. So, you know, like, we're like, how can we, switch this up to a point where we can get everybody in the community involved, right? So that was one of the reasons we started Music for Miracles. But the main reason we started Music for Miracles was my nephew was going through, um, he was born with Down syndrome and then he had uh, leukemia and he had battle cancer and all sorts of medical issues, you know? So he was born this way. So we tried our hardest to make sure he can have the fight. He could fight the right fight and get through this all. You know, the kid's 11 years old, healthy as a horse now, running around, swimming in my pool. So we did our parts. But that was the first reason was this kid named Madden. Originally, we called it Music for Madden. But then we thought later that, like, if we do one event for him, that's it, right? It's one and done. So we're like, no, let's do this for everybody forever for the rest of the time. And we'll make the name something more something more universal that everybody can grab onto. And so we came up with music for miracles. 
because now we're going to help everybody going through these life-threatening illnesses and uh you know even other foundations that uh, need the extra helping hands you know we're we're quick to jump on anything like that uh the most recent one we we raised a couple of thousand dollars for uh, a local school that needs funding for a school bus so there's there's a bunch of things here that we're just unfinished business i guess you could say right and um Music for Miracles is just something that I always felt I had to do uh, even before I, I knew it existed. It was uh, one of those, uh, I got to give back to the community moments. And uh, this was the, the easiest and fastest way using the talents that we have. That's great work. And yes, giving back to community is really important and uh, for me as well. So uh, really proud of you that you're doing that for your for your territory it's everywhere I'm man. Really great. Board, and i would love music for miracles so we've done this in other places that's so awesome and i would like to to talk with you more about it and uh start doing that here in in uh, manitoba yeah it'd be awesome to do I'd that definitely send a branch out yeah. there and uh, we could make more bridges you know the more bridges the better for sure that would be uh, so awesome because i'm yeah and our people are always needing help all yeah. the time so yeah, yeah so thank you for for doing that and starting that um, important foundation music for <laughs> miracles. Yeah. So are you ready to do your second performance? Sure, if you need me to do it, it's on. All right, we're about to get into this one. You guys might know this one. Long distance, long distance, long you can find this one on YouTube. The music video was shot in Gunasadage. It was filmed during the first wave of the pandemic, so we did it from a distance. So, like, if I said before, I don't know what that was, but I tore a lot, right? So I don't get to see many faces for too long. I need to know right now, indigenous superstars, if you want to fall in love, I'm Willie Scandals, I'm on this show for one night only, and I want to fall in love. You ready? I miss you, babe. Oh, check it out. Another long night without the phone ringing It's far from my thing to be weekend flinging At times loneliness has my heart stinging And all of this pain has my brain swinging We're messed up thoughts as I try and sleep Day after day all I do is cry and weep I miss you babe This distance is killing us All these miles apart but love is stealing us And I trust that cheating ain't in your ways Minutes turn to hours and hours turn to days I just wanna lay and Blaze with you. Crazy about this lady, she my baby. Look, so save your text, cause I'd rather hear your voice. I promise, phone sex will leave no choice. Yeah, you got my number, girl, it's on you to call. We can make it, cause we've been through it all. Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it, I'ma wait for you to call. Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it, I'ma wait for you to call. Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it. Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it. I'm sort of insane since you boarded that plane. Puffing on chain, recording my pain. It could be real with your tickets to go. It shouldn't be a problem if I kick it with hoes. Your flight was the last time that we spoke together. Since it cost a dime for a smoke. It felt like a time when I broke apart my heart sank. I should have. Buddha, fall on a shark tank in a shark tank Cause I'm a bloody mess Love sickness has me seeing my mother less I'm all alone, don't and knowing that you cuddle best 
Cause the distance between us is just a subtle test I'm sick of sitting here crying in my boy's ear Making feelings disappear with some more beer Yeah, you got my number, girl, it's on you to call We could make it cause we've been through it all Long distance lovers are no love at all Sing it! Long distance lovers are no love at all Sing it! Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it. Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it. Long distance lovers are no love at all. Sing it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of cool. I stumbled in the in the middle, but I I, I don't think no one noticed. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice at all. <laughs> I'm just joking. I like to point out the small little things that no one will ever notice. It's just me. No, no. I think we're all like that as artists. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> as long as they don't point it out, they won't they won't notice. No, I know. <laughs> I just feel guilty all the time. I feel guilty for not giving a solid performance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so one more question. Uh, oh yes. We were ta- we were talking earlier about how we started in in um, radio and and uh, podcasting. How we had no experience, but we just did it anyways. So you want to expand on that? Well, like you said, you did this because you had to. You felt that music stopped, and you wanted to make sure we all had somewhere to go and something to do. Um, that was the same thing for me with kicking it live with Willie. As you can see, I got the, the merch going on. So um, I had to do it. Like I'm an event MC. I'm a I'm a performing artist. Uh, I needed a medium for us. I needed an outlet for us. I needed something for me and the circle of people I've been building for the last 10, 15 years now since I came back into the, the music industry. Um so with that circle, I felt that uh, they need to be showcased, even though we can't be on a stage no more. So um, I was like, man, we need to do this. Uh, man, well, how can I do this? So I went Facebook Live. Uh, it started on Facebook Live. And um, I would just play music, you know, like, and hang out with people. Since I couldn't hang out with people due to uh, the restrictions in, in gathering and all of that, I built a little studio inside my back shed threw all the tools in the front yard and said, you know what? The music's going in there now. Never mind those tools. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and then like, like I said, it was uh, a place for us to hang out, you know, like uh, I'm very deeply rooted in the cannabis industry. So like, it was my way to say like, Hey guys, let's gather together and enjoy one of these funny cigarettes and uh, listen to music, you know, like we normally do, you know? So, um, and then it blossomed. It, it kept growing. It kept growing, and then, and then it became a formatted show. And then I started meeting people that were more into the more into the podcasting side of things, and they suggested that I should move to Twitch because then I won't have to worry about being muted or banned, like the things I was worrying about on Facebook. So uh, I made the move to Switch uh, Twitch. I made the switch to Twitch after <laughs> uh, forty episodes. And now I'm uh, 30 episodes on Twitch doing Kicking It Live with Willie. And the show is formatted like you would think it's a radio show. You know what I mean? Like I have all my different segments. Um, everything's well-timed. And uh, I have I have uh, splitters. And the whole works as if it was a real radio show. Because that's what I ended up doing was taking my radio experience and, and putting it towards the podcast. And then my, my event MC experience and smashing it all together. And now we have Kicking It Live with Willie going on episode 70 this week. That's awesome. Good for you. 
That's so good. So I want to check out one of your shows. So I'll, sure. I'll be uh, checking. I'll be um, researching. You probably posted on your Facebook page, right? A million times. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll go check your page and I'll check out uh, one of your shows. So we're coming to the end of the show. Is there any parting words that you would like to say? Um, I want to send out a big shout out to my sponsors, Healing House Medicinals out in uh, Alderville, Ontario. They take care of me very well. Um, I want to shout out uh, a bunch of people on, that are in these comments right now, man. Shout outs to Q052, Golden Jenny, Jake Dog. I see a bunch of people in there. Marianne. Yes, yes. Shout outs to everybody that tuned in and everyone that's tuning in in the future. Check out Willie Scandals. Google me. That's all I can say. And where can we find your music? What's that? Where can we find your music? There's fireworks going off behind. The show is over, so they're lighting up fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you could find my music. The best place to find it and to subscribe to it where you can have it in your in your possession is Tribe Music. That's T-R, the number one, B-E-M-U-S-I-C.com. Go there, subscribe. Uh, it's an all-Indigenous-owned streaming uh, site, kind of like kind of like um, uh, iTunes or Spotify or like stuff like that, but all Indigenous artists, all Indigenous owned, profit sharing, so we all get our money. <laughs> right on. So yeah, so that's been uh, Willie Scandal's music, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. Uh, next show, next week, I have Richard Woodman coming on, so I'm looking forward to, to interviewing him. So I just want to say, um, stay safe, stay healthy. Yep. Um, you know, uh, continue to wear your mask because we still have to wear a mask in Manitoba and, and, you know, go get vaccinated so we can have more, more live shows. <laughs> I guess. Uh, oh, uh, Jennifer from Norway says great interview. Oh, I hear those. Uh, All right. Lyrics. She's okay. a super fan though, man. Oh, right on. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Have a good evening. Have a good All right, y'all go on. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstar.